Welcome to the Mama's Got Dreams podcast, where you get to reprioritize yourself and find harmony between your personal ambitions, self-identity, and motherhood. I'm Cassie Sunshine, your host, three-time certified life and mindset success coach, and creator of the Anti-Hustle Harmony Success System for Moms. I'm a firm believer that your dreams weren't given to you by accident or coincidence. So if you're ready to ditch the hug, I have to get through another day feeling in the morning and instead create a life that includes both being an amazing mom and successfully pursuing your passions, then you're in the right place. I am so glad you're here and can't wait to jump into today's episode. I am so excited to finally get to say welcome to the very first episode of the Mama's Got Dreams podcast. Starting a podcast has been a part of my vision blueprint for probably at least five years now, so it feels a bit surreal that I am finally here recording this episode for you, but I am so glad that the time has finally come. The four-year-old little girl inside of me who wanted to be a motivational speaker when she grew up is definitely jumping for joy right now. So while there are so many juicy topics that I can't wait to share with you, I want to spend today's episode introducing myself, sharing a bit about my journey before motherhood and into motherhood, and my why behind this podcast. Because while a podcast has been on my heart for many years, this particular podcast dedicated to this topic is very much a result of my experience as a mom and a building desire to support other moms. So I think it's important to share a bit about that journey and ultimately what I am all about. So let's get into today's episode. My name is Cassie Sunshine. I recently moved cross-country to San Diego, California, and I am the proud mama of my almost two-year-old daughter, Savannah. Because I know that you're probably going to ask at some point, no, Sunshine is not my legal last name. However, That doesn't change the fact that I love it, and I own it, and I feel it is a much better representation of who I am than my legal last name. As you can probably tell from my name, Sunshine is a huge component to my happiness, and the beach is 100% my happy place. So to say that I'm excited to finally be living in Southern California is an understatement. This was actually, yet again, another dream on my vision blueprint for about four years now, And here it is coming true. Um, I will get into the power of vision blueprints a lot more in future episodes, but trust me when I say they work. Also, side note, if you've never been to the beaches in Southern California, trust me, do yourself a favor and get here. They're amazing. As a mom of a crazy sensory-seeking toddler, my hobbies these days consist mostly of going to playgrounds and creating climbing forts and playing chase me around the house, but when I do get a few rare minutes to myself, I am a total sucker for a medical or crime drama, Grey's Anatomy, The Resident, uh, Law & Order SVU, love them all, Um, or a super dramatic, terrible reality TV show. Yes, I know, they are pretty awful, but I just can't help myself. I'm a proud cat mom of one cat right now, but fun fact, uh, at one point growing up, we actually had uh, eight cats. So it's uh, safe to say that I am a bit of a cat lady in my heart, uh, and I'm proud of it. I own that. Uh, One thing people always love to get on my case about is the fact that I absolutely despise peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Like, I seriously think it is the grossest food ever. Um, Don't come at me if you're a fan, but please, someone tell me that I'm not alone here. If you also think it's super gross, then 
please reach out and say hi because I need to finally find my people. Quirks and hobbies aside, one of the most important components to who I am and what I'm all about is my love for coaching. I stumbled upon the world of coaching almost eight years ago now, and it's led me to today as a life and mindset success coach for moms. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, what the heck does that even mean? Don't worry, I'm pretty used to that. Um, Just as you would, you know, go to the gym to work your muscles and get stronger and accomplish physical goals and dreams. I help you work your mindset muscles and get strong in that arena so that you can accomplish your life and career or business goals and dreams. Also, just like you would go to an architect to design a blueprint for your dream house and then hire builders to start bringing it to reality, I help you design a blueprint for dreams that you would love to accomplish and then set the mindset foundation for those dreams to actually stand strong on and then take aligned actions to bring those dreams to reality. So while I have been coaching for almost eight years now, my journey into motherhood really changed a lot for me and ultimately was the catalyst for pivoting my business to focus on supporting moms and ultimately being here recording this episode for you today. Speaking of my journey into motherhood, I think it's time that we dive a bit deeper into that. I want to take this episode to share this with you because ultimately there have been so many lessons, roadblocks, detours, and beautiful scenes along the journey that have led me to be the coach I am today. And I want you to know me as a person and a mom, not just a coach with a bunch of certifications. So let's go back to my beginning, actually. Promise I won't spend too long here, but I think it's important to help set the scene for later. I grew up being told a lot about what I should do, how I should plan my future, and what was practical and responsible. I was pushed to strive for good grades, honestly, as early as I can remember. I was in like nine clubs in high school, and I started looking at colleges in middle school. I literally got money for my retirement fund as a Christmas gift at 17. That isn't sending a message about what I should have been prioritizing in life. I'm not sure what is. I share that because ultimately it led me to being in my early 20s with an expensive college degree and the loans to show for it, having checked off many of the boxes of life that I thought I was supposed to, like good benefits, good career, advanced degree, and yet feeling completely unfulfilled and dreading the next 50 to 60 years of life. Yeah, it it was kind of depressing. Luckily, I had an aha moment one night and decided that wasn't how I wanted to live my life. I didn't want to just go through the motions, existing and working towards retirement, hoping and praying that one day I would actually get to enjoy the fruits of those labor. I wanted to find my joy, my zest for life, my passions, and what made me actually smile. And along that journey of self-discovery, I stumbled upon life coaching. And as soon as I heard the words of life coach, something instantly clicked inside of me and I knew that it had to be a part of my journey. I was always the friend that everybody came to for advice or to talk things through with. I had always been cheering my friends on to take chances on their futures and their dreams. I loved giving inspirational speeches, and I pretty much only read self-help books as a kid. So looking back, coaching makes a lot of sense. But truthfully, up until this point, I didn't even know it existed. So let's fast forward through my 20s. I ended up getting three different coaching certifications, immersing myself in the field and expertise, leaving my career in higher education, and 
really spending those years finding my passion, my direction, and and working on my own mindset. It was a lot of work, but was really paying off. And the trajectory I was on was truthfully really exciting. And then life threw me the biggest curveball it ever has in the form of two little pink lines on a pregnancy test in December of 2020. Now, I want to get a bit vulnerable with you and share that I wasn't planning to get pregnant. In fact, I was on birth control and I have a condition called endometriosis. So we weren't even sure I could get pregnant. Luckily, I was in a very loving and committed relationship with my baby daddy, Conrad, um, and I still am. But that didn't change the fact that this was a major unexpected life change. So before I dive deeper into my pregnancy and my experiences going into motherhood, the lesson from this chapter of my journey that I want you to take away is that we so often take our life in a direction based on shoulds and expectations and what others want from us. I luckily realized that was happening for me in my early 20s and and made some important pivots, but maybe you're just realizing that now for the first time, and that's okay if so. It is never too late to clear out the noise and subconscious programming of how we make life decisions and begin to make ones based on our own internal GPS system. Teaser alert, this will actually be something I'm going to dive into much deeper on an upcoming episode, so make sure to keep an eye out for that. Anyway back to the journey. So here I am, early 2021, unexpectedly pregnant, terrified, honestly, and already starting to feel the effects of perinatal depression and anxiety. Now, I don't know if I'm the only one that missed this memo, but I feel like I had only heard about postpartum depression prior to me getting pregnant, Uh, never depression like during the pregnancy. Uh, But in fact, that is a thing, and it was certainly a large part of my experience. Now, you know, obviously the normal stressors of being pregnant were compounded with it being unexpected, it still being a pandemic, and a lot of big changes, you know, for my relationship with my boyfriend. But I had prayed to be a mom most of my life and I longed for it. And yet now here it was, I was feeling all over the place with my emotions. I was grateful and excited, but honestly, was also feeling very disconnected, unmotivated, and kind of numb already. It did not take long into my pregnancy to start questioning, you know, my dreams, my passions, my life direction, all of those things that I had worked so hard to find in my 20s. It was like a switch had flipped and I no longer could access them in the same way. It was honestly very frustrating um, and very confusing, and I wasn't exactly sure what the heck to do about it. I kept trying to tell myself that it would get better after my pregnancy was done and I would just hustle my way back to feeling successful. But spoiler alert, that is not what happened or how it went. So I had my daughter in August of 2021 and unfortunately we've had challenges ever since pretty much. My birth was a bit traumatic for reasons that we don't need to get into. And then after about 24 hours of her screaming pretty much the entire time, She was abruptly taken to NICU in the middle of the night. So yeah, that part was definitely traumatic. Um, We luckily got to take her home a few days later, but that was just the beginning for us. We immediately experienced feeding issues, sleeping issues, 10 or more hours of screaming some days that doctors were calling colic and we later learned was reflux and crazy body tension. 
formula on breast milk challenges, eczema, torticollis, eventually constipation, sensory processing disorder, and likely ADHD, but too young to know for sure at this point. You know, I absolutely adore my daughter, and she is 100% going to be a force to be reckoned with in this world. Uh, But our journey, it did take a toll on me. My depression that I had been experiencing during my pregnancy rolled right into postpartum, compounded with anxiety and stress, and I felt like I was kind of shriveling away in the process. You know, I'll be honest, um, this is pretty raw and real for me. I struggled with resenting motherhood sometimes and questioning if I was made for this and did I actually want it and did I, you know, wish for something that I didn't know what I was getting into. Maybe I wasn't cut out for it. There were so many thoughts that went through my head. And of course, I felt guilty about having those thoughts on top of it. You know, I wasn't being the present, positive, joyful mom that I wanted to be. I felt super turned off to like joy and excitement and hope for my future beyond just motherhood. I felt very just consumed by my role as a mom. I remember looking in the mirror one afternoon, feeling as if I was like staring at a human that I felt completely separate from. And it wasn't about, you know, the physical changes to my body or the weight I hadn't lost. I mean, well, that was there too. But it was about feeling disconnected from my own sense of self. Now, quick disclaimer, coaching is not therapy or medical advice. And obviously, if you are dealing with postpartum depression or anxiety, you want to talk to your medical professional. But for me, I knew that part of the way for me to heal was to reconnect with my passions, my dreams, and my self-identity outside of motherhood. So that's what I sought out to figure out how to do. I needed to design a life that included motherhood and certainly prioritized it, but that wasn't all consumed by it. Okay, quick pause for another important lesson from this chapter before we move on. One of the first steps to changing anything in our lives and bringing to reality personal ambitions is to notice when we are longing for something more and when we are discontent with current results in our life. These are the first like signals that your internal GPS system tries to send to you to say, hey, let's make a shift in a different direction because this pathway isn't quite right anymore. Oftentimes, though, we ignore those feelings, we try to bury them down or act they aren't there, and that just means eventually your internal GPS system has to talk to you louder with a bigger emotional impact. So the key is learning to recognize these signals earlier and then learn what the heck to do with that knowledge. Don't worry, as I promise, we will get into more of that in future episodes, so definitely hang tight for those. Now, back to my journey into motherhood. I had finally realized that I wasn't you know, showing up as the mom that I wanted to be. I wasn't bringing the joy and vibrancy into my family that I wanted to. And I really admitted to myself that if I didn't make some shifts, it was likely I was going to turn into a shell of a human being. And that broke my heart. So I tried to get back to my sense of confidence and passion by doing what I had done previously, work hard, hustle more, immerse myself in my dreams. I remember trying to listen to business trainings at like one in the morning in the dark as I was sleeping with Savannah in her rocking chair because she couldn't lay flat from the reflux, you know, or strapping her into the carrier for her naps and setting up like a standing desk made out of boxes at my dining room table so I could type on my laptop while she was napping in the carrier. There's nothing wrong with any of those strategies, right? Moms do what mom's going to do. But I was doing them from the energy of hustling and grinding and pushing. 
because I used to hustle like it gave me some badge of honor and I was proud of it. But now as a mom, this strategy was honestly leaving me more stressed out, more anxious, exhausted, resentful, and I was realizing quickly on my way to burnout. I remember one day thinking to myself that maybe I just need to, you know, give up my dreams right now and accept that motherhood just means being a martyr, since clearly I can't hustle hard enough anymore to make dreams happen. But it was in that moment that I remember looking down at my daughter in my arms, probably about five or six months old at this time, with tears running down my face, thinking about how one day she was going to be looking up to me and asking me if her dreams matter and if she deserves to pursue them. And I want to be able to confidently tell her absolutely they matter and you 100% are worthy of them. But how would I be able to do that if I myself gave up my dreams? I didn't want her to know the version of me only half living, half excited, not you know fully embracing life. She deserves a fully vibrant and passion-filled mom, and that is what I wanted to give her. That is the example that I wanted to be setting for her, and that was really important to me. So I realized if hustling wasn't working, and it most definitely wasn't, that I would have to find another way. So I went back to the fundamentals of mindset and leadership and coaching that helped all of my clients and myself countless times before. I kind of realized I had lost sight of those very principles a little bit, uh, even though I know them to be highly effective, and I needed to reconnect with them and apply them in a way that was going to work for me as a mom specifically. You know, we may hate to admit it sometimes, but our lives are fundamentally different than those without kids, especially in these early years, and we need strategies and tactics that work for our lives and with our lives because It shouldn't have to feel like an either-or situation where we have to choose between being a great mom or having personal ambitions and careers and businesses. Instead, we just need to find ways to do things a bit differently so that we can ultimately still have both. This leads me to my third key takeaway of this episode. Hustling, grinding, and doing more is just a recipe for burnout and overwhelm. That will just make you feel guilty for not working hard enough and guilty for not being a good enough mom. Also, your kids deserve to know the version of you that is excited and invigorated and empowered. Putting energy into finding that again doesn't take away from your family, but rather gives them a beautiful role model for their future. And I have no doubt they will love growing up with that version of you the most. So let's finish out this journey. After realizing that, you know, I need to do things differently, I started to find strategies and tactics that really worked. I also had some important belief shifts. You know, one of the most important things that I learned was that when experts tell you to strive for balance and try to, you know, just find better balance between everything, it's actually bullshit. Like I kept trying for that until I finally realized that balance is about finding equality between your life priorities. But that's totally unrealistic as a mom. And striving for that just makes you feel guilty when you can't make it happen. And it's a breeding ground for fear to creep in and convince you that you can't have your dreams and be a mom. You know, instead, as moms, we want to leverage harmony. That is about creating an ebb and a flow between our role as a mom, our businesses or career, our self-identity, our relationship. You know, there are times where momming will absolutely take priority. I'm looking at you daycare germs. And other times, like right now for me with this podcast, where pursuing your ambitions might get more of the spotlight. 
That's all totally okay. When you design a success system around harmony, shameless plug, that is now what I help my clients do, you can move forward on your multiple life priorities and not completely burn out in the process. Another important lesson that I learned was that I needed to get back to asking myself what I would love and how I wanted to live my life. I might not be able to move mountains as fast as I could before becoming a mom, but I could absolutely still pursue a mom life that I actually look forward to each day if I took the right actions for me and let my vision guide me, not my stress or my fears or my current circumstances or what Nancy down the street is doing. You know, this move to San Diego is a prime example of doing just that, following my vision and what feels aligned for me and my family and doing what we would love. And I am so grateful that I was reminded of this lesson and I'm making choices in my life again based on what I would love and what I want my mom life to look like. Because what I want my mom life to look like might be different from you. And that's totally okay. The key is designing something that you love and is aligned for you and that you're excited about and giving yourself permission to actually figure out what that is for yourself. One last lesson I want to leave you with is that I had to really learn to embrace this evolved version of myself, to not strive so hard to get back to you know who I used to be, but rather see the opportunity in who I am now and check in with myself about what I wanted. I took some pieces from my past and also leveraged some of these new strengths and passions that I ultimately have now as a mom. You know, when I learned to embrace my evolution, it was like a pressure valve released and things started to click and started to flow. And this is really the part of my journey where I decided that I wanted to pivot my life coaching business to focus on supporting moms. We give so much of ourselves to everyone around us that I wanted to be a part of showing up for you and being in your corner. Because let's be real, for any of my viewers in the U.S. especially, we are so completely undersupported. It's it's honestly pretty disgusting. So while I can't change the whole system, I can do my small part to support moms in the ways that I know how through mindset and success coaching to make sure that you don't lose yourself in motherhood or put your dreams on pause. I will never claim to have this all figured out or the magic answers because I don't. And truthfully, anybody who claims to have some magic wand that will solve all your problems is probably full of crap, honestly. But I have absolutely found a strategy that is working for me and my clients to help reprioritize our personal ambitions and sense of self without sacrificing being great moms. And I can't wait to share more with you about that, um, as well as you know my very messy, very real motherhood experience with you on future episodes. All right, we made it. That takes us to the end of our very first episode together We covered my journey before becoming a mom and spending my 20s finding myself and my passions, as you can too, and then how that unraveled pretty quickly as I became a mom. We talked about how important it is to not just go through the motions of life, but check in and see if you're truly alive and vibrant because ultimately your kids deserve that. I shared how I think hustling and balance are bullshit and aren't ultimately a good match for our mom lifestyle. They just lead to burnout and overwhelm and guilt. And instead, harmony is the key that changed the game for me, and I truly believe can for you too. Last but not least, empowering you to embrace this evolved version of yourself and reconnect with whatever dreams, passions, or desires feel aligned for you right now in this chapter of your life. 
So I hope you stuck with me and I hope that you saw yourself a bit in my journey perhaps or had a moment where you thought to yourself, yes, that's me and I could really benefit from hearing more about these topics. Hopefully you can tell by now that I try to keep things as real and genuine and authentic as possible. Um, I can assure you, you will never get the highlight reel from me. Um, It's just not how I show up. So don't forget that on next week's episode, I'm going to be diving deeper into balance versus harmony and why I am the biggest proponent of making a shift and embracing harmony in mom life. Teaser alert, episode three is actually going to be dedicated to specific strategies for staying sane while finding harmony between all of your life priorities. So really good things to come. Stick around and I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Mama's Got Dreams podcast. I hope this episode is you feeling invigorated, a lot less lonely, and empowered to take even a small action step this week in pursuit of your personal ambitions. To be sure you don't miss an episode, hit the subscribe button, and then share this episode with a fellow mama who needs to hear it. Together, we can make sure that moms no longer feel the pressure to sacrifice themselves, their dreams, or being great moms. I'd love to hear from you. So say hi on Instagram and Facebook at Cassie Sunshine Life Coach so we can become friends. Until then, here's to hoping you get a few minutes to yourself and some extra sleep this week.